creating revenue in your business is a lot like scoring points in a football game. You can do it all day long, but if you don't have any defense to stop the other team, then you're really never going to get anywhere. You can score 70 points and still lose the game. Same thing can happen with revenue. You can make $100 million and still go bankrupt. Hey, friends, it's Steve. If I offered to write a client getting book for you in just 60 days, would you take me up on it? I've recorded a 15-minute video showing you our magnetic author method and explaining how it all works. It's up now at magneticauthor.co slash video. You're listening to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast. This is Steve Gordon, and I'm excited to be with you today. We're going to be talking today about what is probably the most important topic in business. And that's the topic of profit. And what I hope to give you today are three different ways to think about profit in your business and to create profit in your business by thinking differently. And this topic has, has really been forefront of my mind for about the last six months. Uh, for those who've been listening to the podcast a while, you know that I have been on a, a little bit of a mission. The name of that mission is the less I do, the more I make. And so profit and leverage and creating more productivity for each hour that I invest in the business is uh, something I've been giving a lot of thought to lately. And, uh, and I think it's a worthy topic. So, uh, so that's what we're going to cover today. Back in high school, my brother and I used to stay up late on Saturday night and watch football. You could catch a late game from a couple of West Coast colleges that would run at 10, 11, midnight, sometimes for us on the East Coast. And it was always interesting to watch these games because they were a different style of football altogether. You would see teams that would go back and forth against each other and score 60 points apiece or 70 points apiece. And it was fun to watch. It was all offense and no defense. And, you know, I've been watching here lately all of the hype around creating revenue in your business. And creating revenue in your business is a lot like scoring points in a football game. You can do it all day long, but if you don't have any defense to stop the other team, then you're really never going to get anywhere. You can score 70 points and still lose the game. Same thing can happen with revenue. You can make $100 million and still go bankrupt. And, you know, for most of us, we hear those messages and we say, well, yeah, that's totally obvious. But I've come across enough business owners to know that what is totally obvious is also likely to be rather uncommon in the way that it's put into practice. We all get so focused on revenue, 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 that we don't really stop to think, what are we actually keeping? So that's what we're going to talk about today. And we're going to talk about it in three parts. Uh, first, we're going to talk about leverage because leverage and time play a factor in profit. And then we're going to talk about costs and how you can actually relieve yourself of having to make sales if you look at your cost structure the right way. And then finally, we're going to talk about 
price elasticity and how to leverage that uh, to increase your profit. Let's start. Okay, let's start with leverage. For me, leverage is all about looking for ways where you can get more productivity out of the time that you're investing in your business. And if you can do that, that frees you up to either invest the extra time that you've now recaptured back in the business and create more growth and more revenue and more profit, uh, or you can take that time off the table and pay it to yourself as a dividend. And so you're able to make an equivalent amount of money for less time invested. And both of those answers are perfectly fine, depending on what you're trying to accomplish. But I think the first place you have to begin thinking about increasing profit is with how you're using your time. It took me an awfully long time to figure this out. I went about it the wrong way for better part of a decade. I kept thinking that I would get to a certain point of revenue or a certain point of income, and then all of a sudden I would be able to start freeing up my time. And the mistake there was thinking that financial freedom, money freedom preceded time freedom. It's actually the other way around. Time freedom, freeing up your time is necessary first to begin to create financial freedom. Uh, it's really counterintuitive. And, you know, I was going at it completely the wrong way and banging my head against a wall. And I'll be honest, I've watched clients bang their head against that same wall. I've got friends who are entrepreneurs who just think it's all about if I can just get to that next rung on the ladder, it will all be better. I'll be able to free up my time. It doesn't work that way. First, you have to free up your time. Then you create the financial freedom. And so that's why leverage is so much is so important. And that's why that's the place to start this conversation. And so, you know, you want to be thinking about where are the ways that I can create greater time leverage in the business? So one example for us is, I mean, we do one-on-one -on -one with our clients, we will help them create a book and it's a very hands-on process. We write the book for them. We've got a whole team that does graphic design and does all of this stuff. And as a result of that, we've really created some shortcuts to that entire process and broken it down and made it really simple. And we're able now to use that byproduct, all of those shortcuts that we've created, all of the systems and the processes and the templates and the tools that we use to write a book for a client, we now have extracted those. And periodically we run a program called the Author Accelerator. We're running actually the next one in October. And with that program, we're able to guide a group of people together through this process that we've innovated and get them to the point where they're able to write a book on their own using our processes and do it really quickly. So what have we done there? We've taken our, uh, our unique way of doing things and we've packaged it up so that it can deliver the value for us. So it takes about the same amount of time for me to take 10 people through that process as it does to take one client through our full process. Okay. Now it doesn't create as much revenue to take those 10 people through, uh, as it does to take a couple of, of people through our full process, but it creates almost as much profit as if we took 
four clients. So we double our productivity. Uh, we actually do more than that because it takes just a fraction of the hours, but we're able to create double the profit in about the same amount of, of, uh, weeks. And so it's a really powerful tool for us. Um, we don't do it all the time, but we do it in cohorts different times during the year and allows us to work with clients that we couldn't have otherwise worked with, um, because maybe they're not at a stage where they're ready for that, but it also gives us a great deal of leverage. It allows us to, again, create all that additional profit without having to grow and build the team to do if we were going to do that one-on-one. And so the, the very first place to think about in your own business is where can I begin to get leverage? And so maybe it's group and taking the the work that you do and, and turning it into a, a group format. Maybe it's taking and packaging up your knowledge and, and doing it in, you know, a, a product and, and doing it hands-off and lots of ways to do it. But if you get a little bit creative and you really start thinking through how you can create some leverage, you'll absolutely find some ways to do that. And you don't have to have it replace all of your revenue or all of your profit all at once. I mean, imagine if you did j- just this example, like what we're sharing here, where we do this uh, uh, just a few times a year and it creates multiples of the profit that we create working with just one client one-on-one. It allows us to grow profit without having to grow all of the expense that we would normally have to do with our main service. And so if you begin to think about how can I create these little add-ons that give me a little bit of leverage and you start moving the needle in that direction, that's all you've got to do. So let's look at number two. So the second place to begin looking at and thinking about profit differently is in cost reduction. And I was recently talking with another entrepreneur, uh, a guy named Tim Francis. He's got a great company called The Profit Factory. And Tim was talking about how he looks at cutting costs. And he said, you know, it's really not just about cutting costs, but when you cut costs, all of that goes to the bottom line. And if you think about now what it takes to create that bottom line profit in terms of sales and effort and, and, you know, all the work involved that if you begin to think about that, those cost reductions can be really, really impactful on the bottom line. Now you have to be careful. You can't cut so far that, you know, that it impacts the level of service. You certainly don't want to do that, but in almost every business there's waste. And one of the things that we do, we go once, once a quarter, we go through everything that we're, that we're investing in all the expenses for the business. And we, we look at it and we say, okay, well, is this still serving us? Because something that served us at one point that was a valuable tool or was, you know, was worth having, you know, that particular vendor or doing that, whatever that thing is that we're spending on, it was worth doing at one point and it may not continue to still be valuable. And so by going through and looking at how you can reduce those costs, you know, often for, you know, if if you're, you know, at a, let's say a typical service business profit margin of somewhere around maybe 25 or 30% for every dollar that you are able to reduce in your expenses, that drops directly to the bottom line. And that's $3 you don't have to go out and sell. 
And as you begin to, to think in those terms, it really can take the pressure off. And so, you know, we'll go through and over the course of a year, we may remove enough expenses, particularly recurring expenses, so that, you know, we can maybe make one less sale every couple of months, you know, which just takes the pressure off of the business. And conversely, if we make those sales, it obviously makes us that much more profitable. We end up keeping much more of what we're selling. And for a lot of service businesses where, you know, you're not totally in love with having to go out and market and sell, um, being as lean as you can be without compromising on the experience. And that's the key is that we're only talking about cutting waste. We're not talking about cutting to the bone. There's a big difference, but by doing that, you can really take a lot of the pressure off of yourself and what you have to sell. And that brings me to number three. All right, the third way to think a little bit differently about how to create profit is with price elasticity. And you hear this talked about a lot, that price is elastic and you can increase price. And the truth is you can increase price a great deal. And we've, we've done that with a number of our offerings over the years where you know, we've started off at an initial price to just test the market. And then, you know, we'll increase the price for every X number of clients that we get. And what we found is that there's almost no limit. It's not that there is no limit, but there's almost no limit to where you can go with that. But that's not the only way to create price elasticity. The best way to do it is with experience. And I'm going to trot out the well-worn example of Starbucks because they're a perfect example of price elasticity. You know, when they came out, they created an experience around coffee that allowed them to charge. Uh, I don't even know what the percentage is now that they're charging over the competition um, and certainly well over what the standard price of coffee was when they first came into the market. But we we just had a, an example of price elasticity in our own world. My son plays lacrosse and with lacrosse, you got to have all this gear. You got to have these padded gloves and padded gloves can cost anywhere from $70 to $150. But his uh, club team decided they were going to go get these really great gloves that had the club logo embroidered on the glove. And because they added what probably is about 50 cents worth of stitching and labor to the glove, instead of $70 to $150, we paid $350 for those gloves. Now, I probably need my head examined for that. And if you have a parent who plays sports, you understand. But great example of price elasticity. It didn't increase the cost of production of those gloves, hardly anything. But it so transformed the experience because it was now personalized in a way that was meaningful, in this case, to our son. And he's a convincing enough salesperson that uh, he got us to, to spring for the gloves. So there are ways that you can tweak your service to really enhance the experience and in doing so, be able to really dramatically increase the price because it's customized in a way that's meaningful. So there you have it. Three different ways to think about increasing profit. I hope you go put at least one of those to use this week. 
and send me an email. Let me know how it worked out. Let me know what you did with the information. I'd really like to hear that. Now, here's an update about what's going on here at the Unstoppable CEO. In October, we've got a new edition of our Author Accelerator launching. This is a group program where we take 10 entrepreneurs who want to write a book over the next 90 days, and we give you all of our shortcuts, we guide you through the strategy, and we give you a really easy way to write the book. You see, for most people, writing a book is a daunting project. They think it's going to take months or years. And the truth of the matter is, if you approach it the right way and you break it down the way that we show our clients to break it down in the program, it becomes a really easy thing to do in 30 or 45 days and have the book written. Now, in the Author Accelerator, we work together for a full three months. And so there's plenty of time for you to get your book done and have my direct input on the strategy. And you also are able to get my direct input on your marketing of the book. There's plenty of time to do that within that window. And I love doing it through this format because everybody in the group really learns from one another. They get the opportunity to get to know one another. And lots of, of great things have come out of that when we run the program in the past. And it's been a while. It's been uh, over a year since we launched one of the, the cohorts for the group. We would love to have you in it. If you're really thinking about getting a book done for 2022, this would be the opportunity to get it started. You have the opportunity to start with us in October. We start October 12th and you'll have your book ready right as the new year is upon us. And you'll be able to go into 2022 with all of this amazing news to take out to the market that you're now an author and uh, really enhance your positioning in the market. And you'll have a solid marketing strategy to go use that book to power all of your lead generation. So if that's something that you're interested in, what you have to do is get on the waiting list. And if you'll go to unstoppableceo.net slash author accelerator, you can read all about it. Everything you need to know is there. You can get on the waiting list there. You have to be on the waiting list if you want to have the opportunity to enroll in the course and have one of those 10 spots to work directly with me on your book before the end of the year. I hope to see you in the program.